Devils Made Us Do It, a podcast about all things geek. We're so happy to be back and glad you are listening. I am Jolan at Lady Jolan on Twitter. I am Kirsten at Kirsten B. Karen. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> happy New Year, Kirsten. <laughs> well, thank you. And a happy Chinese New Year to you as well. <laughs> ah, very good. You're the monkey. <laughs> I'm oh. the monkey. <laughs> it's good to be back chatting with you. I know. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been busy. We've been busy, you guys. Things have been kind of crazy. Yeah. And we have been doing some things I think you'll be excited about um, long term. Trying oh, yes. to get guests and tweaking what we'd like to talk about on the show. Um, so hopefully you'll be excited about those. And definitely we'd like your feedback on our at Devils Made Us on Twitter. Um, questions, comments are always welcome. So that helps us continue to grow and develop. And to bring you kind of what you're interested in. Yeah, yeah. So um, gosh, it feels like forever. But uh, just before Christmas, we had Chris Brewster on. That went really well. So <gasps> oh. thank you again. That was an amazing talk. And so thank you good. everyone who listened and retweeted and supported us for that. That was a, a huge moment for me to have him on. Oh, same. I was like on cloud nine for so long after that. Yeah, and we're close. Uh, we get a new Daredevil trailer tomorrow. So um, right. Well, oh I mean, my God, okay. I forgot. By the time this is posted, you'll have seen it. But right now, in this yeah. moment, I'm pretty excited about all that and how it's going <gasps> to be together. And oh. um, we had our our donation drive just before Christmas. For yes. Made by Survivors. So a big, huge, huge thank you to everybody who donated or bought jewelry for that cause. We really appreciate it. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah. So we thought we'd start the new year off talking about fandoms. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. And um, I guess why I thought this topic is good is that's how essentially we met. <laughs> Um, that is absolutely true yeah yeah and so it's something unique and um I mean fandoms can be anything really but in this case we met on a social media fandom for Daredevil and um it got me to thinking because I know you had told me you'd been part of fandoms before mm -hmm. um I've learned I was part of fandoms before too but I would never have called it that so um <laughs> So I thought it would be interesting to kind of bring the topic to the table. Um, so I guess we could divine fandom. Um, a, a bunch of geeks <laughs> that like the same thing. Right. <laughs> right. We have um, camaraderie with each other, mm -hmm. common interests. Um, usually, I, I guess, fandoms are part of different networks, be it fan clubs, um, social media, uh, writing groups, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, um, what do they call them? Fan clubs. <laughs> Fan clubs, yes. Yeah, which I guess might be dating myself because that's, <laughs> you know, in the olden days when you actually, olden days, <laughs> listen to me, oh. the olden, this is like the 1700s. In the olden days. You know, when you had to use a pen and paper. <laughs> so it was the 1700s. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, well, that just, it, it brings me 
to the first fan club I joined, which was the Star Wars fan club, which was, um, I was probably eight or nine. And um, back then it was like a big thing to send money away and get your little card and collectibles that came with it. So I remember being, being very excited about being part of this fan club um, and and the stuff that I got. I, it, it made me feel quite important at the time. <laughs> that's That's pretty cool. So do you have a first? I just remembered what it is, and it's super embarrassing, so I'm going to stall a little bit and, and and go off onto a slight tangent. Okay. Um, did I tell you, did I ever tell you about the time, the Willow, my daughter, my daughter Willow is nine, um, and I think this was just last year, when she, she was asking me some questions, she gets, like, these, on these random topics sometimes, but she's like, Mom... Do you remember that one time um, those English people were trying to tell us what to do? And so we we like threw tea in the harbor and, and I go, do you mean the Revolutionary War? And she goes, yeah, do you remember that? And I go, I, I wasn't alive then. And she's like, sure you weren't. <laughs> what, the, what are you saying? <laughs> anyway. She's saying we're ancient. We're ancient. <laughs> Apparently, I was throwing tea into the harbor with. We were there spectating. Colonials, yeah. <laughs> sure, you weren't. What? She asked me the same thing about the Mayflower too. Mom, what was it like on the Mayflower? What the fuck do I know? Why would I? What? Aww. Yeah, my daughter thinks I'm like hundreds of years old. So, hopefully, she thinks I'm like an elf, like one of those Lord of the Rings elves, and I'm just ancient and wise and graceful. That would be awesome. But that I know she doesn't. So, yeah, no. <laughs> okay. My so, son just thinks I'm a nerd. That's. <laughs> we are so yeah. separate in what we are attracted to in terms of entertainment. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. So what was your first fan club? Oh, God. Or fandom that you associated to? Well, the first thing that I ever, like. I mean, I was into a lot of stuff. Huge Trekkie for as long as I can remember. Big Star Wars fan for as yeah. long as I can remember. Um, X-Files, Xena, all of that. Those but the- aren't embarrassing. Oh, no, those aren't. I'm totally fine with that. But what I'm about to say is embarrassing. Just because I was way too old to have been a fan of this particular show. But the first time I ever like wrote in for like wrote a letter like oh send me one of your official t-shirts okay I was a teenager and I and that's as as specific as I will get about my age (laughs) there was a kids show (sighs) shit okay there was a kids show I think it's still kind of on but like yeah oh yeah Back in the day, it was called Kratz Creatures. Now I think it's called Wild Kratz. And I think there may have been some other name in there. Fuck if I didn't just love that show, though. I was. It was the best show ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Ever. Be but oh here's my the, God. Thing. the Kratz Brothers are West Coast material. Those boys are down with it. I love the Kratz Brothers. <laughs> oh, they're hot, too. So yeah. I'm sure you know, and a- they had, um, oh, the Leaping Lemur. What the heck was the lemur's name? Zaboomafoo? Zaboomafoo! Some- that's it! <laughs> you guys, this is one of the most embarrassing things ever. I can't believe I'm even 
Yeah, I totally so had it. So not embarrassing. I mean, that was science. That was cool. <laughs> no, that's not embarrassing at all. I was like 17. It's ridiculous. Well, what were they, 24? <laughs> yeah, probably. So maybe yeah. it's a, But yeah, I totally had. And totally making money. Shirts, like headshots or whatever the shit. Oh, man. Did you get autographs? I don't remember. Oh, I, don't, I don't recall. Autographs. I know for sure, because I wore that shirt to bed, like, every night, like, the biggest freaking idiot, yeah. Oh, my God, I would still <laughs> wear a Zabumafu shirt, just so you know. <laughs> I'd probably feel better wearing it now. <laughs> I look back on it, and I'm like, why? Of all things. I don't know. Wow. I had forgotten about that until you mentioned writing away for, like, the Star Wars official fan club thing. I think I even had, like, a little card. Like, Kratz Creatures fan member. <laughs> or Explorer or something. Something like that. <laughs> oh, that. See, that's awesome to me. And so that's what I love about fandoms is you find these things that give you that feeling that you need to write people. You need to get <laughs> autographs. You need to write fan fiction. You need to draw them. You need to talk to other people about them. And in that sense. Yeah. No, that's true. And in my case, it was me and my, like, seven-year-old brother. So that's good. (laughs) I don't think you have anything to be embarrassed about. I'm trying to think. See, I was a total rocker as a teenager, so I can't. I'm trying to think. And there was another. But I see, I like the Crap Brothers. Oh, no, I do, too. I I mean, I still do. Don't get me wrong. I'm totally proud to still have a card. See, you should have kept the card. I should have kept all of it, but I kept none of it. <laughs> and this is the other thing, right? When when you're young and you have these kind of cl- the fandoms that you you have, you know, we go through these purging cycles. And I know for me, I often go back and go, oh, I wish I had kept that stuff. Yeah, um, true. I actually, because the second fan club I belonged to, um, and again, me and you both share this, was the Buffy fan club. Oh. And... I have almost all of the Buffy fan magazines I think I kept, but there were little things I threw away. Like there was this bumper sticker that said got blood or something, (laughs) you know? So, and I I think back to these things, I kind of purged out of my life thinking, I don't know, thinking I'd moved on or there was too much collecting and, and it, I feel sad about it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. Cause you kind of don't, I mean, you don't move on in the sense that, I don't know. There's, there's really nothing that I got super nerdy, like geeked out into that I hate now. Like I may, my focus may be on something else, but I still have like a, you know, special place in my heart for the crap brothers. Let's say, Ooh, we should get them on the podcast. (laughs) I'd be all smitten. Oh no. Same. Yeah. I would be like, it would sound like this. Because I wouldn't be able to say anything. I'm too scared. Oh, hey, crap. Is it Chris and Martin? God. Yes, Chris and Martin. I know. I know. <laughs> no, really, I'm watching this show for my kid. He's yeah. 14. <laughs> really, I just watched it with my little brother. And now my daughter. No, um, I'm not a creeper. And and that's it, though. I think to call, to say you're part of a fandom, you, you really probably do. It becomes a very part of who you are because I I think well for me personally when I when I choose 
to enjoy something it, it resonates something within me that's true right. but you know with Buffy it was the strong females and her oh, and her wit and that sort of uncomfortable period in your life where you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out who you are and all of that I think is is still identifiable yeah. and so oh that's so true and having just rewatched some of season one just a few days ago <laughs> sorry I just love that <laughs> Okay, so to fill everyone in, went on a first date with this girl, and we both realized we had this insane love of Buffy, and so that is what we did for our date. We went and got some snacks, we went back to her place, we watched like six episodes from season one, and that show is still good. Like, the dialogue, and I mean, okay, yeah, the clothing's a little dated and stuff, and we're laughing, because we're like, oh my god, I totally dressed like that in high school, but... Like, it's still relevant, and it still gets me excited. And, I mean, it made me excited enough to name my daughter after one of the characters. But even after all this time, like, you go back to it, and you're like, yes, I remember why I loved it. That's right. Well, and you just nailed it right there by saying you meet someone who shares it with you, and it's like this immediate connection, this immediate ability to kind of – you have common ground. Right. And, And I think that's what's kind of really cool about that kind of stuff. And I know for both me and you, um, I think we have, now that I know about the Kratz, I think we have more. (laughs) We got so excited about that connection too. Like, you know, we're all. I was was not expecting that to be what, (laughs) I was like, what could this possibly be? I had completely forgotten about that. I'm thinking like Yo Gabba Gabba or something. I'm like, okay, this is embarrassing. Well, Okay, Willow was really into yoga. I did take her to see the live show, and I think I had more fun than she did, but hey, that's okay. But, I don't and, still watch it without her. I will it, do that with SpongeBob, but I don't well, do yeah, it. Well, yeah, and I did yeah. that with SpongeBob with my son, too. And, and you know, it's funny because, you know, you're, like, really secretly enjoying it. <laughs> it's like, hey, Willow, you want to watch uh, SpongeBob? Yeah. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that's that's a good thing too. Our kids start enjoying things at an early age, right? So they have their own, um, whether they become role models or whatever the reasons are that they look up to things. So it's always just kind of made me wonder, because like I said, this is how we met. We met, um, blows my mind sometimes, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. We met on social media because we shared a liking of daredevil. And I don't, is that correct? I guess that's the correct way to put it. I mean, it was more Toby Leonard Moore, but he was in the sure. show. Right. And that was sort of where we connected. And the, was, yeah. the interesting thing for me, I mean, I know a lot of people listening are already parts of fandoms. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know from conversations with me that when his group started, mm-hmm. <laughs> I found it very difficult to put my name to it. Yeah, I had to sweet talk you a little bit. You did. And you and and still over time I think there are, are moments you do and that was because prior to that experience, my experience with kind of finding people that shared common interests or likeness or who I didn't already know in my immediate life here um wasn't always positive. So, you know, yeah. when you find a show you like, it's not like you go type in Daredevil and bam, you find those people you get along with. There, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people talking about this stuff and it's exciting and some opinions you agree with, some you don't, but it's right. 
not an immediate connection all the time on social media. That's true. Yeah. So I, I had a real reluctance to doing that because I've seen other groups really be hard on each other. Um, and, and it can be, it can be quite a negative experience, but it can also be a very positive one, which is what I find this has turned out to be. Yes. Likewise. I have been, well, and the, the whole reason Toby's group got, well, I shouldn't say the whole reason, but one of the reasons Toby's group got started was because I had been chatting with a couple people that were part of another fandom that I belong to the Richard Armitage fan club, AKA the Armitage army. Um, and daredevil came out and I started getting really excited about it. I was trying to connect with some of those people, even though Armitage has nothing to do with daredevil, but you know, those were the people I knew on Twitter. So, uh, so yeah. Um, couple of them got excited with me and then that's how that whole thing kind of snowballed from there. I'm just blaming Toby completely for mine. That's fair. Yeah. I was, I blame Toby for everything. Yeah. You know, because I, I can't remember (laughs) I watched daredevil and I started tweeting and he responded and, um, there was a few of us and I totally, it was was a joke that he wanted this hat and I put up a little thing. And then the next thing I know, I have a rugby player messaging me (laughs) and you're starting a fan group and I'm going, okay, what's happening? So yeah, Toby, this is all on you. (laughs) Yep. But anyway, Toby, look what you've done. Now, now people should know, I mean, I think most people listening will probably have the same positive experiences we have, you know, they're, it's, it's turned out to a great group of people. Um, There are people like I know, personally, I would love to meet a lot of the people Mm -hmm. that I've met kind of through the Daredevil fandom. Um, Can't say that for some other fandoms. Well, and that's what you should talk. I I think you should address that. I mean, I have my own personal, I'm now doing this other fandom um, because I'm so comfortable. (laughs) Uh, But one of the actors from the show had followed me. And this is an example of where I get kind of like, okay, um, I will always love fandoms, but it shocks me what people are able to do. So I don't know if they stalk who the actors are following. (laughs) I think some do. Um, But I received quite a few direct messages. Most were harmless. But one of them, and it took me a while and I shared it with a few people, actually said, you must think you're pretty, okay, fucking special. And Um, you are. (laughs) After he... (laughs) He, he kind of friended and followed me. And this is where, again, I, I stopped because I was like, okay, this is why I don't do Phantoms. And there are all these yeah. negative things running through my head. But it is something Daddy. to be aware of. It, it is yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've and... seen a little bit of it on the different Daredevil sites. Maybe not that we follow or prove up, but, you know, you see these tweets and you kind of go, bit. wow, you yeah. know. Um, so talk about your negative. Let's, well, let's deal with that. So, and, and that happens and it's unfortunate when that happens, but I think when you have such large, diverse groups of people, um, sometimes there's some jealousy or differences of opinion and that's fine. So with the, the whole Richard Armitage thing, um, he, uh, he, he's on Twitter he doesn't interact a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because he's just so busy. I mean, I don't even know if he's been home within like the last two years. It's just been one project to another project. And it's awesome to see a guy who, who seems to be genuinely a nice guy and, and very kind of thoughtful about his humanity and things have these kinds of, of successes and like really meaty roles. I mean, if, if you don't know his, who he is just by his name, he played Thorin in the Hobbit trilogy (laughs) and which again even in that i mean opportunities for some some fun acting challenges there and then he i think it was coming right off that he was offered the part of francis dullerhide in brian fuller's hannibal Mm -hmm. tv series which is amazing very gory but amazing, very beautiful in a strange, gory way. Um, and oh man, that was crazy. So it's just whatever. I mean, he's he's this very he's he's very much a humanist. He's very much about you know not bullying and people helping each other out and let's build each other yeah. up. And um, and he said a few times as far as like his fandom goes. I mean, he's he's still a little bit in shock that he's got such a following. But he's like, you know what? If it stops being fun, then it just needs to stop uh-huh. because it's not it's not worth it or whatever. And um, for the most part, people were pretty kind to one another. But there got to be a rift, and I don't even know what it was over. Just oh no, I do know what it was over. It was over Hannibal. A lot of people, a lot of his fans were extremely upset that he would have accepted that part. Oh. And I was very vocal. I mean, having something of a background in film, having studied it, having studied acting, I was very vocal in kind of defending his his right to choose what roles he was going to take. And I got blasted by some people. And I was just like, you know what? It's one of those things where Kirsten goes, well, I'm right and I know what I'm talking about. So see ya. Right. (laughs) But it did make me leave some of those groups because I was I just couldn't I couldn't do it. So when um, Daredevil came around, one of the things that I liked, it seemed like every fan that I interacted with. And for the most part, this still remains true. um, Pretty positive, really positive. We want this show to succeed. We want to be supportive. Um, with Toby's group, that's kind of been my primary goal, that it's going to be a place of positivity. I don't want any bullshit. <laughs> I don't want anybody to feel bad about anything. So it's, I mean, there've been a couple things that we've kind of had to work through, which is fine. Um, but I've been extremely impressed at how communicative people are. And when there is a concern, we we kind of address it, but it's been a really, really positive experience. And I, I kind of feel from what I've seen with Tommy's page, kind of the same thing there. Um, so negative wise, I mean, yeah, we're going to have differences of opinion about certain things. Yeah. I didn't care for Jessica Jones. That's going to be a difference. <laughs> some and, but I, I think you raised another thing. And I know we were both really conscious of this, um, as the numbers started to grow on the fan pages that we run in particular, uh, is that people do 
invest themselves so much into these actors that I think sometimes that's a lost sight. We forget that they are people doing a job that they love. And yes, it's expected. And, you know, that public fan base is what keeps them going. But to me, there's this fine level of remembering to be respectful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and that's one of the things that I see that I quite often feel um, a little... I guess I get passionate about it because there are people who get mad that someone follows someone when they shouldn't and blah, blah, blah. And I know that happened with Richard um, because I remember going to his page after you told me and and seeing some girl had made a negative comment, but he followed her anyway because he felt it was some sort of genuine. But people were still on this girl, right? (laughs) And I, I think it's important to remember that these are all people behind that social media thing and the other thing you know I know me and you talked about was quite often these are attractive people um and you know where is the line in in when you start talking about the things you want to do to these people Mm -hmm. um you know and being respectful or at least trying to be respectful of who they might have in their personal life or likewise, or just in general, um, you know what we're saying. You don't want to objectify anybody. That's not, I mean, I, it is a fine line because yeah, there's, you know, these very attractive individuals and I don't know who doesn't like to be told that they're attractive, but at the same time, like I, I remember seeing on a couple of Henry Cavill fan groups, like just entire threads uh, about his body and that really really bugged me I it, it to me it crossed the line like where it, it almost dehumanized him and I was very disappointed to see that happening and that's that's kind of where I don't know I don't I don't know if I are you there I could articulate it um. with words like where I think the line is I just know when it's been crossed because I start to feel ew Ew, just icky about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the line might vary. I mean, I know within mm. the fandoms, there are these role-playing type of groups, um, which I'm learning about. They even have their own awards on social media. And that, to me, oh. is different. Those are people playing yeah. the characters, right? Oh, so, absolutely. You know, characters go as... I mean, when you're talking about the character, that's totally different than talking about the actor or the actress. Yeah, yeah. In so, my mind. Yeah, and I, I think that... Um, to the to the stars that still are on social media, I I really um, I give them kudos because I I can't imagine um, what their feeds must look like on a daily basis sometimes, you know. <laughs> and I I know some have given up completely. There was the whole Joss Whedon thing after the yeah. Avengers, you know, he just left uh-huh. completely. So you know, there's this real balance to um, being a fan and. Um, when you're looking for people to share those exciting moments and conversations with, you really have to navigate through mm-hmm. a whole lot of stuff before you might find your group. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. I think that's true. And, and not everybody would like, you know, our groups, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. They I can't have... imagine why. No. <laughs> But it may not be the right fit for everybody, and that's okay. And and some of those Armitage groups that I've been part of ceased to be the right fit for me, and exactly. that's okay. Yeah, and and eventually I think people do find a group that they share enough with that make it important. Um, you know, the positives for me are huge. I mean, yeah, 
I think I've been introduced to so many creative, interesting people mm-hmm. who, you know, yes, we share that original liking, um, but then it grows into so much more. Oh, that's so true. And I'm just so amazed at how talented and and kind all of these fans are. Like, just kind of restores my faith a little bit in the world to see such positive interactions happening and the way everybody's so supportive of each other and and just the, the sheer talent within these groups. Oh, it's amazing. Right. And, you know, the way um, people are able to encourage each other to mm-hmm. express those has been great, too. I mean, we were probably lucky because we were close to the beginning to see the birth of a lot of different Daredevil fan sites. And most of them are run by amazing people who dedicate a portion of their time mm-hmm. and their lives to putting this out or drawing the pictures or writing the stories to share them with everybody. Um, and, that's... and even just running the pages, because I'll tell you guys, <laughs> you wouldn't think that it would take a lot of time. <laughs> or I guess I never thought about it before. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> I, I, I mean, just like finding pictures and putting together memes and and answering and making sure you don't miss anybody's quotes. Um, yep. you know, which is what I should have been doing an hour ago that I didn't do, but I have not caught up on billions yet, so I didn't want to. Watch and I'm, I'm, you know, and this again, this is one of those challenges though. When when someone you're supporting is you know, thriving, it doesn't always Mm -hmm. jive with all fans. And I've run into this too with Black Sails. Um, You know, they have a fan group that they run, but they are East Coast tweeters. Um, Uh, You know, so, and that's what I'm finding with the billions is it's really difficult if you're not in that same time zone to sort of keep up because then when you're excited about it later, everyone's kind of watched it or moved on. Oh, that was two hours ago. (laughs) And you're live tweeting by yourself. No, it's it's true. It and I mean I wouldn't trade it for anything and and there have been times I want to tear my hair out just because trying to balance everything that's going on in my life. Oh, well, plus let's face it. How many, how many messages um we like more than our fingers and toes where we've tweeted back going I can't do it anymore. No, that is true. And and that's <laughs> that's just the realism of yeah, choosing it. it. Well, and there's no handbook for it either. Like, no, I, no. we didn't go through training to do this. Like, we, we're, but damn it, I could train you now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I feel like we should write a book. That would be fantastic. Because there are things that I would go back and do differently, for sure. Um, just in, it, and there are things that I wish I could do differently now. And my life, my personal life right now is so in flux, like my personal work life that I'm, I'm trying to find this new way of balancing everything because I don't have the time at work. I don't have my phone on me for like 95% of my work day anymore, which is probably good. Cause I guess I should be working at work weirdly. Um, but before I had a little more flexibility to be doing like kind of busy data entry crap and then tweet, I don't have that anymore. So it's, it's been tricky to, to, to figure everything out. And I feel like uh, so bad because I used to do a lot more and I've been doing a lot less. And I mean, we're figuring it out. But yeah, I, again, I love it. But it's, it's, a, it's a huge time commitment. You wouldn't think that it would be, but it is. Yeah. And then this brings me to my next thing, which is, um, you know, 
people will hear that and they'll go, well, why do you do it then? Why do you love stuff so much that you feel you have to do it? And I, this is around conventions that too, you know, there's a oh. lot of people who are thinking you must not have a life if you can do all of this stuff, you know, and what you, you said. You make time for what is important. Exactly. And, you know, um, I think for me, these shows, yeah, they're just TV shows. You don't have to invest in them. You don't have to resonate with them. But sometimes you are lucky enough to find that special something that lights your fire, makes you feel yeah. creative, oh, yeah. takes you away for an hour from whatever your life really is, and then gives you the opportunity to meet like-minded people. Um we're not just sitting around, not showering, eating Doritos, um, being on fan pages, you know? Yeah. Most of us who are Usually. fans have a life. <laughs> Most of us. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and that's important. You know, people... <laughs> I, I sneak on Twitter sometimes when I probably shouldn't too, to make sure that I've addressed a post or something important yeah. comes up or, you know, yeah. um, when they renewed the billions for season two I that totally flew under my radar and you do oh, almost feel like a sense of guilt right it's like I should have been 100% on on yep. top of that but it doesn't happen so you know I I think that those people who are kind of like well you must be on your phone all the time or whatever else you know um no I mean <laughs> we we do dedicate <laughs> a certain part of our lives to it but you know we have our regular struggles. I'm a mom to a child who has autism. I work. I, you know, I had an injury. Yeah. I do extracurricular things like taekwondos. So, and you're the same. You belly dance. You're a mom. You work. So it's, it is a choice to, to put yourself yeah. into fandoms. And I know for me personally, it's because it, it really does offer that escape and I'm entertained mm -hmm. and I, I understand the work that goes into it. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's where I am. Um, and, you know, you just look at when Star Wars comes out, how crazy people get. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you don't need to carry it to the, the level that we do where you're running fan pages. <laughs> and um, But if you do, feel podcast. free to drop us some questions. <laughs> Yeah, and, and this is just be glad it. to offer you our sage advice. <laughs> we are really trying to to grow and expand and yeah, if yeah. you wanna run a fan page or whatever, we're please tweet us, do what you need to do. <laughs> we'll support you. Um, and we will be here when you want to cry. Because that will happen. <laughs> it, it it does. And then, you know, that's I'm making it question. sound so depressing. It, it's fun as hell. I mean, it really is. But like anything in life. But I think it's important to acknowledge because I, I know yeah, from the outside people challenges. Yeah, and people judge. I, I know this for a fact. Oh, yeah. You know, every time I get ready to go to a convention and you get the there's these fun facts or whatever they call them and it's like remember to shower, wear do your deodorant. Mm -hmm. And I understand where that comes from. I get that. But I think we've changed so much as um fan people audience members, whatever, um, that it doesn't always apply. So there's a huge stereotype about people yeah. who fan out. Um, and I, I just, that's not the whole truth from my eyes. There are the exceptions and good sure. on them. You know what? If it makes them happy, do it. <laughs> um, I, I don't see anything wrong with 
if you want to dress as Spock and you know, that's your business. Please do. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> know, that so, highly. Um, yeah. So I think it's important when you first start navigating, because like me, I was fairly new to social media in this aspect. Most of my social media was for family and friends. And so this was really new for me. And I would have liked to have known what some of the <laughs> ups and downs could have been. And when that person Same. messaged me about how freaking special I must be, you know, I still kind of stood back in shock and went, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> and I quickly dropped 200 people from my following. <laughs> because, yeah, that's... Um, you realize that these people can, can message you. So there's still moments where I go, oh, yeah, I would <laughs> expected that to happen. A heads up might have been... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it, those moments. <laughs> yeah, and it makes you kind of go, "Why am I? Why am I doing this?" But that mm -hmm. one bad doesn't erase the fifty good. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, yeah, I think that's important. And there are tons of positives. I mean, if you look at any of our pages, you will see some of the nicest, most supportive people. Um, Hands down. Yeah, and please go look at them. Um, I'm Tommy Cats 24 or even go to Tommy's page. I mean, the fans that post on there again, super cool, super yeah. unique, creative people. Um, visit the Toby, the s'mores site mm -hmm. um, and get a feel for us, you know, who they all are there and, and you'll see. So really positive groups. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that goes back to the, you know, who they're representing, because both Toby and Tommy are incredibly positive, supportive people, even though they're super busy. Which, like they, you said in the beginning, we, we want to see that for them. That's yes. Um, Which is yes. That's I mean, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I came in. I'm going to mention Black Sales again, because that's just my... <laughs> <laughs> my newest obsession do it <laughs> um but you know i and i watch this with toby's uh page as well you know you get a lot of people who start at the ground level and the next thing you know um these actors have thirteen thousand followers mm -hmm. uh and that's a good thing that means yes. they're gonna stick around that means their shows will be renewed that means they're gonna work and I know that some people find it the opposite because they're like oh well he doesn't respond he doesn't talk as much he doesn't this um, and again trying to put into focus that's what they do and social media has just been um, we've been lucky enough to have these outlets we didn't have this when yeah. I was younger yeah no I couldn't do this with the crap brothers no exactly <laughs> well and I'm thinking of all the autographs that I collected um, over time, you know, you couldn't just Twitter somebody, can you do this for me or whatever? Um, yeah. Or on Facebook. We would have no podcast. No, we would have no podcast and we, we have would no, have no guests. No guests. <laughs> That's how we're, we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm kind of glad. You know, we talked. I'd love to hear everybody else's thoughts about fandoms and stuff. Um, I was just going to say that. You I'm, guys. Yeah, I'm share. hoping it's positive. <laughs> um, if you have a fandom that you think we need to check out, you know, let us know. Yeah, no, please. Um, if you Shows have, you should check out. Yeah. Anything. Where you're at. Um, maybe what the fandoms have inspired you to do. Because like I said, you know, things like Star Wars come out and you see these people creating amazing art and stories and um you know civil wars coming out and it's the same thing it isn't out yet but you get all this uh just amazing products people's thoughts so it's certainly inspiring people team cap sorry what 
I don't even no, I won't say I don't want to talk to Team Iron Man. But <laughs> <laughs> I am so Team Cap. It's not even. Oh, I, same. Yeah. And I know it's going to be same. a tough one for us, but um, it is because I do love Iron Man, but I don't love him uh, in, in this arc. I just I've never been a huge fan of Iron Man. Actually, I just posted, no? though, there is a new book coming out and um I think it's coming out in March. Let me just, and I hope they'll change my mind about Iron Man. You know who I like more than uh, Tony Stark, though? Howard. Oh, my God, <laughs> Howard. Anyway, so the comic's called International Iron Man, and it's going to be Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maliev, which should Ooh. be a Okay, that should be kick-ass, yeah. Yeah, because... How come Howard can't have his own comic? <sighs> Marvel. You Would know, you that give Howard be... Stark his own comic. Wouldn't that be great? Because, um, you know, every time he's on Peggy, like Peggy Carter, yeah, every time he's on Peggy, I would <laughs> have to be on me. Just for um, one night, it'd be fabulous. Yeah. It. It, even if it was just a short run, a mini. Um, yeah, it would be yes. really interesting to to do that. He's such I'll... a lovable rascal. But Sound. you know. I don't know if he had been a comic first, would I have felt that way? Because I am really ingrained that Dominic Cooper is Howard Stark. It's it's in my head. Yeah. <laughs> As Kirsten ponders this. Is it Howard Stark, I want, or Dominic Cooper? Hmm. <laughs> Both? <laughs> but again, he's moving on. He'll be in Preacher, so. That's true. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it, I mean, Howard is in, what did I just read? Agent Carter. Oh. Yes, I, but you were thinking something else. Yeah. Well, no, he's in the Agent Carter comics, but I think he was in something else I just read and it's just slipped my mind. So he does show up, but it would be kind of neat to have like a backstory, like maybe a four series of Howard. Well, yeah. I mean, so there's all the romances. That's fun, right? Yeah. But then there, I mean, he, he was smart yes <laughs> look at all the shit he did like great cool i mean i i would like to see yeah all of that again i mean i guess not it's not a superhero thing but no it doesn't well, need to be those no, stories are still interesting there's a lot of stories out there that aren't superheroes i mean is tony really a superhero he wouldn't be who he was if there weren't the creations so that's true he wasn't born on krypton or any of those exciting with things or bit by a spider <laughs> right yeah they should take like like howard stark and make it more of like some put in some kind of an espionage like slant to it yeah you know what why don't i just write it yeah <laughs> And, and you know what? That would be great. Anyone out there who is writing comics, I'd like to hear from you, too. Because um, that's that's been top of my mind. Like, how are these people getting mm. these gigs and more about the industry and yeah. how it works? So as a fan, that intrigues me. As a writer, that intrigues me. Yeah. <laughs> and also as a fan. I, I thought we were going to have time to talk about conventions, but... Um, we're running close oh, we to don't. the end. I know. Yeah. And I, I don't think conventions is something we can do in five in minutes. two minutes? Yeah, no. Uh, I think that there's um, too much. Have, would you rather? Oh, I haven't even planned a would you rather. 
Hmm. Do you have one? Ah. Okay. We we need people to ask us these, like to put them on our walls so that we can. Oh you know. oh. Oh. Did you think when? I think I thought of one. Okay. Okay. Except for I just forgot the name. How did I forget that? You know what? I haven't been keeping up on Agent Carter, and that is why. Okay, so would you rather... <laughs> would you rather go out on a date with Howard Stark or Daniel Sousa? Ooh. Ooh. That's evil. I know. <laughs> They're like two totally different. Totally different. It depends how old am I and do I want to get married. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Jumping right to that, huh? <laughs> I'm thinking if I want to get married and I think I'm heading down the old path, then I need to go out with Daniel because he's the like keeper kind. If I'm still young and having fun and it's disposable, then it's the Howard kind. Because... <laughs> I'm not so blind that I would think Howard would fall in love and it would be blah, blah, blah. I mean, Howard, you'd get on a plane and you'd do really cool, fun stuff. Daniel would be the romantic dinner. I'm going with Howard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was expecting after that whole show. <laughs> well, maybe I'll short. join you too because I think I am also going with Howard. Okay. I, I love Sousa. I really do. Me too. And it's breaking my heart right now. So you got to catch up. Imagine the date, like what Howard Stark does for just a date is like a million times cooler than any day in my life ever. Right. (laughs) Well, and just being called doll and stuff. I mean, that man's got a way. Yes, he does. Yeah. Okay. And I, I might even, I might just draw a blank because I'm honestly... (laughs) I'm usually so prepared with a question and I'm just like, oh, yeah, maybe I won't think of one. (laughs) That's all right. It's not terrible. (laughs) No, that's not terrible at all. We're we're coming back from a holiday break. We're good. So, but we, I want to hear everybody else's responses to that. Would you rather? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have one, but you know, I think people are so strongly rooting for her now no i was gonna say would you rather see a full action black widow or would you rather see and it's just because she's my favorite a full action scarlet witch oh now you'd have to know a lot about the scarlet witch though right and she does have her own comic out right now so she's kind of getting that ground whereas you know we know that natasha has a deep history and and a lot more so it's a and again it's kind of that whole civil war thing right yeah you know what I think I guess this is cheating a little bit I I think I would almost rather see Black Widow as a series because there's just so much to cover with her I feel like trying to do it in a live action film is going to stunt that character development a little bit 
But I think Scarlet Witch would lend it herself well to a feature. I know there's a lot there too, but I just feel like it's. I I think they could take more liberties for sure because I think that she might yeah. not be as well known to a lot of people and mm-hmm. a lot of people who are are fans are fans particularly of movies already made and not the comic series. So yeah, that's true. Uh, but I think with Black Widow, yeah, I think I think we would have the same issue that we had with the Daredevil feature versus Daredevil the series. Oh, I, there's oh, just even... those characters, Black Widow and Daredevil, very 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 complicated. And you need time to explore that. It's not just about plot with with those two. It's it's personal. It's it's who they are and and how they got to be who they are. And you cannot explore that and still get in all the comic actiony elements in in two two and a half hours. I just don't think you can. No, that's true. And they'd really have to pin down who her associates would be because she has such a Mm -hmm. vast history throughout the comics like the one I'm reading right Right. now she's with the Winter Soldier um Mm -hmm. you know but she's been with Daredevil and so and Hawkeye and Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah you make a really good point that that would be a really good kind of probably a Netflix series though not oh yeah um I'm so spoiled now I I like to binge things (laughs) I know same (laughs) it's really hard to wait every single week (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is partly a time thing where you're really busy and then you've got to sit down and find time to catch up um, on, on stuff. Whereas when you can binge yeah. it, it's like I have four hours, do it. <laughs> right. All right. So um, that's it. I guess we could do another one on comic conventions. I do know that a few people in the past yeah. have asked us to talk about that. Um, but thank you for tuning in and please post anything you'd like about fandoms, feelings, experiences, things we should check out. Um, answers to the would you rather I think we could probably tweet the questions up there yeah for sure and then people can post their answers so that way we can kind of nudge you to to think about it Um, and other than that um, updates for Tommy he's in LA now Uh, he was on a short little gig on Madam's secretary which was cool um, sounds like he's busy working. He'll be at a comic convention in a couple of weeks, Long Beach. Yep. So very cool. Mm-hmm. Toby is hip deep in billions. That's right. So I guess until next time, um, have a good evening and thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll see you later. Bye.